Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Hey. We Back. exist. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. We're here again for episode one, and it totally has not been like four and a half weeks since we recorded episode zero. Yeah, because why would it? Oh, wait. Why would it? <laughs> um, definitely not it like I've been what? Five days. Yeah. It's definitely Five not like I've been weeks. insanely busy or anything, and that we've just not been able to get stuff done. Anyway, this recap yeah, is, is for you guys, <laughs> not us. I don't need any recap. Steel trap. Zero yeah. holes. Elephant. Anyway, um, so when we did the episode zero, first thing we did was found our charter, our colony named Potluck. Uh, it was, in a sci-fi spell. Um, we chose the Xeno Wardens as our patron. We're working to do some like environmental preservation and magic stuff. And also, our highest stat right now is a cord because we want to uh, have Honda cords for everyone. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then we introduced our characters, which we will do again quickly so uh who wants to go first with character you want to go first and uh might as well my character is quillen egan uh hanukkah starwalker witch warper uh so yeah nice um then darby my name is Alan. I'm a Sheeran soldier with a quartermaster background. I got a nice little laser rifle that you'll find I'm quite competent with. Oh my god. And, and I then here with my wife. Who I believe her name is Cheryl. And my Shelly, two children, I Bailey I think it was and Joel. It um, might have been Shaylee. I'm trying to find my notes here. It was Shaylin. You're married to Shaylin. That's where she went after the guy. I was married to Shaylin myself. Got, nice, got two nice little damn me god children named Billy and Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Billy oh, and Joel. I was right. My wife is Cheryl. Oh, you were? I was wrong. That's... Yep pitiful i listened to the episode more, most recently um i anyway. haven't listened to it since we recorded it <laughs> yeah because you don't exactly. have the file ever forgets. <laughs> right <laughs> man never forgets his wife and children my six-year-old son named billy my four-year-old son named joe billy and Joel, those names always get me so cursed <laughs> and then i am playing Kaz Skyshield, uh, a um, Amaranta Xeno Archaeologist nanosite. Uh, yes, precisely. Anyway, you guys all met with your charter coordinator, Arizand Shire, I believe is his name. Yes, Arizand Shire. Now, he wanted you, he chose you to pick 
or he allowed you to choose one of three locations. A location in the forest, a location by a lake, or a location near the mountains. You, rather aptly, chose the one by the lake as it had the most fish. And water. And stuff. I do yeah. love fish. Yeah. I just imagine um, these alien screaming fish. <laughs> fish! <laughs> yeah. Um... They just All squeal right. when you pull them out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> they're fake fish. They just scream. They're they're people. They're just humans. Oh god, that, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's like the swamps in Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King. Um. Um, and yeah. So we ended as the burnished dawn. The ship you are on, the charter ship, descended to the ground. And um, in, almost immediately, as as your ramp goes down, people start trying to move stuff out. Let me transfer you to this map. However, as I assume you guys, are you guys the first people to step out? Since you're like the colony leaders? I'd probably be the first one to step out, yeah. I let my wife go first, because a gentleman always lets a lady go first. I'm just saying, in Starfinder or Pathfinder, that's probably a bad idea. You just be swarmed by something always. God, you should say Daryl. that. Daryl is a very competent fighter. Please. Oh, God. Thank oh, God, you. we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, you all die. Uh, we're not doing this. I played Annalise, so I'm not saying that. Um, God, true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, character from I mean, Rebels. For those of just, you who haven't listened. Anyway, I mean, you guys, it's as good fighters as man can if they put in the same amount of effort. Neither gender has any sort of natural advantage in terms of being fighters, and I want you to remember that. Is Alan based? Alan is a feminist, yes. Oh yeah. Awesome. Anyway, well, I as think your shuttle this touches accent down. means that I can't support No, we just made jokes about him having beliefs. Gender structure. No, we just joked about him having beliefs, quote unquote, in I'll have episode you know, zero. Alan is a Marx it a Maoist third worldist. Nice. Well, early Maoist, or uh, let's not get into communist theory just, right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We did Alan that enough. Never, Alan has never heard of Mao. I just yeah. thought it would be funny to say. He's a Yarl let's, Marxist. Let's get into initiative, shall we? Anyway. As your shuttle touches down, you see past a pastoral scene all around the landing site. The majestic line of verdant trees in the distance, far, far off in the distance, but closer to you, an enormous glittering lake, and then to the south, some imposing mountain peaks. It looks pristine. As the ship's heavy landing, as the ship lands on the ground with a and the ramp lowers, out of the ground, scuttle these these boyos, who I'm sure you've seen, who I'm sure you saw. 
They look like that. Oh, Jesus. I didn't realize that you could zoom in that much. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely terrifying. Aren't they? They look like giant beetles. They're like grasshoppers with beetle wings and like these freaking Baraka Mortal Kombat like teeth. It's crazy. And like rock claws. Yeah. Dragon like rock claws on these big antenna. Yeah. Um, They're just creepy enough to be cool, but also kind of gross. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, they're they... just creepy. Could probably do yeah, I some think they're shooting. pretty much just creepy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you hear the chitter at you, and for the first time of the new season, roll for initiative. Oh God. All right. Let's see how I'm rolling. Get all y'all's tokens up. Pat. Yep. First roll on mine. the blue guy. Okay. In this rolling. campaign is a natural 19 for a total of 23. Whoa, nice. I'm rolling Ellen. literally average. All right. Ellen might not be a fast speaker, but he certainly acts Ooh, fast why? in combat. He is a fast mover. I just got a five overall because I rolled two. Oh. 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 <laughs> Why? That's so anyway, Let's roll for the... These are no, These are what is, are known as mole beetles. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not bothered by bugs like some people on this pod, guys. Like me. Like me. <laughs> but like these me. do look creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm playing, Darby will know this, but we're in a play-by-post. I'm GMing Attack of the Swarm, specifically so I can watch other people kill bugs. And it's I going great. I love killing those swarm babies. Yeah. Joseph is a surprisingly effective character. Oh my god, yeah, Joseph is great. He's playing a Kish in that game named Joseph. Um, He's a who's very mystic. Good. Yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't have, like, an archetype or anything. He's very good at his assault hammer. Okay, so... Alan, going first... Um... Is going to take a shot at... So he's going to do full round attack. Take a shot at this one. And this one. Alright. So my first attack on, well, actually, I'll take a, a, an attack on this one first and see how if it how it goes. That's a sixteen versus EAC. A uh, sixteen vs EAC is a um yes, that's a hit. That <laughs> I don't know why I was going to be very scared. Yeah, I don't know why I question it. Yes, obviously that's first, a hit. First level EAC of it. Six, of above a yeah, 16. It has EAC 20 at first level. Sorry. <laughs> so that's eight points of fire damage, I believe. Jeez. Yeah, you kill it. You just. Eight points of fire damage. Okay. And hmm? second shot against this one. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a seven against EAC, so that's going to miss. miss. Yeah. Uh, it is Kaz's turn oh. next. You see, um, from under, like, his 
He's so amaranthus have like this weird interlocking plates with like blue soul fluid underneath them. They're very interesting. They're robots, but like powered by their souls. Um like the energy from their former bodies' souls. It's very interesting. I like them. Anyway, um you see in this thing a bunch of like gray nan nanites kind of swarm down swarm down his arms and he pulls as he pulls out a survival knife and steps forward. Um Ooh, okay. Uh that's a natural eighteen. Because of course it is for twenty-two. Don't do a lot of damage though, so ass hit. I do one damage. <laughs> but he does hit it. He stabs this little bug thing. Now, it is their turns. Um, uh, this one's going to move here. Going to move here. Actually, this one's going to move here. Uh, and then this one's going to get all the way over here. Uh, these two are going to attack... The front two are going to attack Kaz. Now I've got to roll a bunch of attacks. 17 to hit Kaz for the first one. Gonna hit against KAC, but barely. And... For... Um... <laughs> two points of damage. And then, second one, also on Kaz, is going to be a miss with a... Um... 13. Third one on Quillen. Does oh okay that's probably not gonna hit but we'll see. So Quillen does a does an eleven hit your KAC? No, it doesn't. Okay, cool. Neat. I just realized we all have the exact same E and KAC right now. Sixteen. So like, we all have the same both. Fifteen and a sixteen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Who's the highest fun. stamina though? I have seven. I do. I have ten stamina. Wait, hold on, let me look. You, you have, you have yeah, one I've, higher health than me. I have seven stamina and seven health. Yeah, I have, I have seven stamina, have, thirteen health. Dang. I have ten stamina, twelve health. Anyway, um, so then the other two are gonna go on Alan. First one is a natural nineteen, so that's gonna hit. Oh, that will hit. Okay, out of the box. Uh, four points of damage. That will hit as well. And by the way, for I think everyone's sake on here, because I've had this is just how I do Starfinder stuff. Top bar, green bar is your stamina, middle bar is your HP, red bar is your uh resolve points. Just for future reference for all y'all. I just realized that I've been using my head my microphone up until now, so I apologize if my audio has been bad. It's not too different, but yep. Yeah, no, it's not different really. Here. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you take three damage. Or four. Four damage. Sorry. Yep. And then. Then the last one on you is going to be an eight. So that's a mess. That is gonna miss. And Quillen, your turn. All right. 
Oh, let's see. I will probably grab my sword cane and pounce on this one. On uh, which one? Okay. Yeah, right here. Yep. You so... can roll to hit. Oh, wait, roll to hit. I was rolling damage. God, why? 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 I, I rolled a natural <laughs> two, so that's not going to hit. So no. Nope. The same, the same number that I rolled for the oh, first. Oh no! I'm gonna get a different die. That's not. Yeah, switch to different die. That's not good. And now, Alan, back around to Alan. Uh, all right, Alan, we'll shoot at the. There's two by me. Yeah. You might want to take a guide, a guard, a step back. Because they will get attacks of opportunity. I for for some reason I didn't I forgot that. Uh, range shooting still provokes in Starfinder. Yep. He's guided back. Is that a move action now? That's a move action, yep. So I can't full round shot. Correct. Yes, one's rolling um, better. Alright. I'm gonna shoot at this one. Awesome. Uh, that is a, uh, a four to hit. Oh, a 24? Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Six fire damage. Six? He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that is his turn. Screams and dies. That is um, three charges used. Okay. Um, Kaz is gonna go. Kaz is gonna just keep plugging away. He's gonna actually take two attacks on the one in front of him. First one is a 13 against KAC, which is going to hit for three damage. And then second one is a 12 to hit KAC. Ooh, nice. That's exactly a hit. Cool. Four. Two points of damage, and that's enough to kill it. Um, just stabs it and it perishes. Ichor spills forth onto Kaz's blade. Can you tell I've been writing recently? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, now it is the guy's turn. So the one next to Kaz is going to do something extremely disgusting that I forgot it could do. Oh, God. You see, it's just out of its mouth comes this. It just kind of vomits up this like weird thing, this lump with Please like don't be a larva. hooked with like hooked feeding filaments, and it just and um it is going to cough it out onto this square. So I need Quillen and Kaz to roll me a reflex save. Odd. Uh, Luckily, I entered my sheath uh, thing, so I can do better reflex saves. That's a 15. I've rolled a natural 9. That's going to make it. It was DC uh, 8, so you're fine. Okay. Um, it retracts it back. Uh, second guy is going to um, just whip out at Kaz. Uh, that is going to be a 16 to hit KAC, which is going to hit. 
for five. Ugh, five damage. Um, second one's gonna hit uh, Quillen. What? For a ten to hit, so miss. Right. <clears throat> and then back to Quillen. All right. Let's hopefully I do better this time. I'm going to attack the same one. Um, okay. I'm gonna try to like stab at it with a sword cane. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. Remember, you do have spells. Well, I already rolled, so I don't want to like, kind of like... Right, yeah. Um... I just wanted to remind you. Oh, plus three, okay. So I got uh, an 11. Uh, 11 overall against KAC? Yeah. That is going to miss. Uh, sadly, they have a KAC of 12. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Alan. Alan time, baby. Alan will want <laughs> I was more. Like, asleep? No. <laughs> Alan probably did. I will not fall asleep. Not even once. Alan will take a shot at this one to start. I All right. This one to start. Oh, it's a six to hit. Nope. Nope. Let's shoot again. That is a natural 20. Whoa, yep. Roll your double damage, and I guess if it's still alive, which it won't be, roll your burn damage. 1d6 burn. So that's two plus six, eight points of damage plus 1d6 burn. Well, the, the burn goes on its goes on its turn, which it won't have anymore because it's dead. It gamered. Nice. You just shoot it directly in its head and it explodes. Gosh. Alan does not mess around. Showers Quillen and Viscera. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Kaz's turn. He's gonna hit the other one that's been attacking him. Natural 2 on the first attack. And natural 9 on the second. So, miss, miss. Sad thing is that would have been a hit if I hadn't taken... The second one would have been a hit if I hadn't taken two attacks, but eh. Um, no, these two. One's going to attack. Seeing that his expel stomach thing didn't work, he's going to just attack uh, Kaz. That is going to hit God. It's going to hit God. <laughs> okay, luckily two points of damage. And um, second one's going to hit Quillen. Well... We'll see if it hits Quillen. That's a 15 against KAC, which I think misses, since we all have right. the same KAC. Um, that's wild that we all have the same KAC. That seems... That seems weird, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I don't think it's anything fishy. Yeah, plus four from Dexterity for Alan, plus one from Second Skin, and then plus two. Quillen, I'm just looking at all of these. Plus three, and then plus two from Freebooter Armor. Okay, yeah. And then I got 15 and 16. Plus two from Dexterity, and plus three from my Carbon Skin. Graphite. Um, I did, by the way, for those of you who are apt at Starfinder, wondering how I can afford Carbon Skin Graphite at level one, I gave everyone a little extra money for having a three-person party. Basically, I split up the wealth that the starting wealth that a fourth level that a second that a sorry that a fourth first level character would have i split it up between the three um it's good yeah and then yeah quillen it's your turn <clears throat> all right 
So that is will thirteen hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow. Uh an attack rolled a natural six, so Yeah, jeez. You can't catch a break, I'm sorry. Uh Alan. Alan. Right. It is indeed Alan time. Wait. Alan is gonna take two more shots. Wait a minute. Hold uh, God damn it. That's gonna be a nine to hit <laughs> versus EAC. Night. And then gonna be 15 to hit versus EAC. Yep. I, oh, I rolled the wrong die for damage, didn't I? Because I did hit. I for forgot. Oh, you did? Yeah. What did you roll to it? I rolled a 13 to get to hit. But yes, then I that's going to hit. It's a D3 damage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is a D6. You just divided by t two. Okay, so I just be max damage on that be three because I rolled. Oh, sorry. It's a D4. Yeah, it is a D4. I don't know why I D4? thought it was a D3. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I know how to read, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> don't know why I got a D6 out. Just rusty, yeah. I guess. Okay, so quickly... No, that's just one point of damage anyway. <laughs> All right. Alan, uh, how much damage did you do? Five points of damage. Five points of damage on front or back? Uh. This one? Yeah. Yeah. You kill it then. All right. Quillen made it so that you could kill him. Thank you, nice. Quillen. Of course. Nice. Kaz is going to strike out of the last one. Uh, ooh, Natty 17 on the first attack. I will take that. For four points of damage. Good job. And then second attack. Natural 17 again! Wow! Mm. <laughs> These fancy dice are being fancy to me. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds okay. wrong. He kills it. Um, and they are all dead. Kaz looks a little scraped up, but not, like, damaged. His stamina's the only thing wearing thin. Alright, first things first. Oh. Alan is gonna make his way down the ramp. Uh, he has his laser rifle out, and he's looking around for any creatures who might still be around. So I'm gonna roll a perception check, if that's alright with you. Yes. Also, if anyone would like to roll life science, you can. As well. That is an eight perception check. <laughs> I don't have anything that you can don't heal, see anything. right? All right. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything that can heal, right? No, you're good. Uh, I'm, I'm not subject to healing magic for this anyway. It's just stamina. Oh, I would just really? need to like rest, rest. Okay, that's good. Like take that's a short true. rest and spend a resolve right, point. In that case, um, I'll roll yeah. perception as well. And like I said, life science as well. Yes. So I'm not going to roll perception or life science because I have a negative one and a plus zero correspondingly. So I'm not going to do that. Getting this new sheet, so it takes, uh, might take a second. Um, okay, so for perception, so. it's a 13. And for life science, that natural 19, so it's just an 18 because I have a minus one. Ooh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll roll life science as well. All right. But you have to be trained oh. in life science. In this case, I'll say no because, um, 
This is just kind of like just basic life science. It's not. That's a natural 20 for a total of 22. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Both of you can That's tell right. that pr probably, um, probably it was just the shock of the um, landing that caused them to drive, uh, to cause them to be in a frenzy. But like, once a proper landing pad is in place, which will be provided like really easily it's just like a prefab that you have okay. that will be sent that will be set out uh the creature should not pose a problem okay that's good all right good so yeah. i have my children and if anything happens to them so help me god i will go on a rampage <laughs> yeah so um yeah so a few people a bunch of people walk out of the, um, come out of the ship and, you know, kind of greet you in their own way. I'm not going to do that whole thing. If there's anyone you specifically want to talk to, you can. I'm just trying to find the entire list of people. Alan because, of course, it, Cheryl, the, Billy, and Joel. Nice. Yeah. I, of course, it doesn't say easily. Because why would it say easily? Why would it? Why would it do that? Of course. Why would it that why would it give me question. easily accessible information? Yeah, there would be no reason for it to do that. So uh so uh Yeah. Um ah, here it is. So you see they seem to they seem to exit the ship uh in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you see a uh, an elderly male Yasoki walk out. He's got a like a cane. He's doing the Yoda. Like he's just kind of walking a little fast. It's like, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, thank you, youngins, for uh, taking care of those small beetles. Um, nah, it was nothing really. Oh well, we were kind. just doing our duty. Well, I well, think you just very shakes, much. Uh, his feathers so to get all the stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Then you see a a man walk off wearing purple denim jeans and like a greaser leather jacket with his hair like kind of swept to the side. Like he looks very fifties, nineteen fifties. Um, specifically, I don't know why I specified. Um, <laughs> me neither, but it's all right. And he's carrying a whole bunch of boxes as he's talking to a female Yosoki. Very, very politician looking, very sharp features, sharp pressed blue blazer and like pants, khakis, um, blue khakis, I guess, uh, dress pants, whatever, you know what I mean. Um, and she seems to be kind of like, all right, we are going to get my tent set up. Right now. All right, Balco? Now, you are going to put my stuff down in the tent as soon as it's up. I don't want a repeat of the incident, all right? And the guy, the human Balco is like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know, dear Drake. I, uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try, I'll try. Um, they seem a little engrossed. You see, and then you see a, um, a bone trooper. <laughs> Who you know as oh, Elenis no. Zorian. Uh, they are part of your colony. They 
you know, escaped. They didn't. They escaped the Oxian military and just kind of joined up with you guys. They have been like constantly enumerating the advantages of being undead, like not ne needing to waste time eating and sleeping. They're very jovial, and yeah, they they walk off and they're like, "Oh, hello." Um. Well, I. Uh, so this is gonna be our new home, eh? Indeed, wow. it is. Quite beautiful, nice, nice. if I do say so myself. Minds yeah. me so, and my home. It... <laughs> go ahead, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, I oh, was just gonna go right? off on a tangent. Yeah, they're a, they are a bone trooper. I can get you a picture of them. All right. Um, so in that case, Quillen, not understanding the social customs of uh, normal life, just goes. Yeah, you smell. Why do you smell? I will say, uh, they have been dead for long enough that they probably aren't. They're basically They're basically bone. <laughs> really? They're, uh, bone fair. and bone trooper. Bone and bone trooper, yeah. I will also say Quillen does have a very good sense of smell being. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some bone smell. True. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. I've never I mean, smelled a bone before. I, I guess, like bone marrow, you might be able to smell if you're like that. Yeah, probably you can. Um, here, I'm getting the picture of Elena's. But yeah, so what, is it, what, what, is, what, like. what does Elena say back? <laughs> uh, they're just like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to know. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm going to get my stuff set up. I don't get it. What's so funny? They give you a Earth. thumbs up. Third, don't uh, I, me. See, I, I don't have a nose. I can't smell. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's what Elena's looked like. They're very cool. Um. They certainly seem pretty cool. And you see, next off is four burly half orcs. All look related. You know them as. Ferulit, Leboundu, Thali, and Valgrida Angelos. They're they're kind of like they're some of the muscle of the of the colony. They're they're carrying out a bunch of the prefab frames like together, and they're uh, Ferulit is like, all right, all right, we're gonna move these, we're gonna get these off, okay? We're gonna set them down and we're gonna put them where people want them. Yeah, they're all just kind of moving stuff. You see a a dwarf, a male dwarf. Uh, he's got like mechanics goggles. He's completely bald and has like a very scraggly beard. He's the electrician. I'm oh. gonna speed this up a little bit. Um, then a uh, a female human. Um, you know as Haltharia Gromin. She's the ship's botanist. She. She's pretty good at her job, but she's very opinionated. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to and, Yes. And then you see an Osharu, which uh, look like... Uh, I don't know what they look like. They're... Oh, yeah. They're, um, they're like slug people. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and they also walk off the ship. 
Uh, you know them as uh, Lishoyu. Uh, they are a mystic, the expeditions, the expedition's doctor and spiritual advisor when necessary. Uh, they use a combination of magic, herbal remedies, and high-tech medicine. And then, um, and then a pretty important couple on the ship is uh, a surveyor and a mechanic, uh, Ilsinth the Eleven and Riz Ami. Um, they actually got married on the ship. Galen um, was the fish eater. I remember it oh, like it was yeah. yesterday. I remember <laughs> when I got married to my Cheryl so long ago, but in the span of the vast time, so short ago. Aw. <laughs> there I go off on another tangent. Ooh-wee, what will I do Getting misty-eyed, staring off into the distance. Really? And then, uh... Then a uh, Karasha Lashunta, a male Karasha Lashunta, wearing like janitors, traditional like janitors uniforms. He's got like his bucket and mop, and he just gives you a short nod. And, uh, yep, uh, hello. And he kind of just walks off. Um, another human, another male human, a very handsome man. Uh, he's a prospector and geologist. Uh, then Tayeta, uh, host Sheeran. Um, she's also a biologist. She works under Haltharia Gramen, the opinionated botanist. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Then two, um, two Nuars, who I believe are, um, like, kind of ram-like people, I believe. I'm gonna look it up. But, um... They're kind of arguing. Uh, but they always do that. That's kind of how Nuars show their love. They're pale, minotaur-like creatures with formidable frames and roughly bovine faces, hooves, and horns. And they're just kind of bickering among themselves. Uh... You... <laughs> And then a whole a whole bunch of um a whole bunch of uh Damaya Lashuntas, five of them. Uh uh a mom and a dad and three children. Um they're all chatting and the dad's like, Alright, now now children, okay, look, I know I know you're excited, but we need to help out with the setting up process, alright? Look. I know I, I'm excited as well. I'm excited as well, buddy. Like I, look, this is very exciting, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yes, it's very exciting. Yeah, uh, your children, uh, Alan, have probably played with the um, the children of the Willowanth family, which is what this family is, the Willowanth. I'd like to family. I'd like to think that um, Daryl is a mechanic, and. She has a drone, a protocol, a yeah. mod drone. The children play, like, with the with the drone and the other children. <laughs> and uh, yeah. the drone has the camera mod. I also may or may not have Cheryl built, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, I have her. If Alan dies, I would like to play her as a backup. Oh, 100%. The drone um, has uh, one of the first level mods it has is a camera. It has the camera mod. And so even if Cheryl is off doing other things, she can still keep an eye on the kids through the drone. <laughs> the she's no got a idea. baby monitor. Exactly. I basically built the protocol drone um, to be good at perception and sense motive to be the oh ultimate like nanny droid. Oh my god, that's great. Name is um, Jenkins. Yeah, he he uh, he is standing near Cheryl, and is looking at the kids and is like, "Now, now, children." Uh, Jenkins' like voice. Jenkins is a is a part of Alan's family. It's more now, now, children. Now, 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 children. <laughs> I can't. How do I do a southern and? And robot voice. Just like that. I feel like I need to... Now, 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 children. Now, child. Now, now, children. <laughs> Please settle down. We need to relax. Your father needs to help. Your father needs to help. Oh, it's going Irish. God, I can't do accents. We have a... Um, I can talk for... I can talk for Jenkins. Sure. I've got it. Yeah. Now, now, children. No need to misbehave. Do not stress your father now. Let's go. <laughs> oh, some whippets. It just... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Quillen, you'll, you know this other person. It, another Hanakan comes off the ship. Hmm. You know it's Veach Veach. He's a um, researcher and zoologist. You probably actually knew him uh when you lived on Ashakan, which is the like homeworld of the Hanukans. Um Yeah, they probably don't like me that much because Quillen um is really into technology, which I from why my understanding is shunned there, right? Oh well uh Veach Veach is a um is a scientist, so he's also a sh you probably left because you're both researchers. Fair point. Now, you might not like him because he's a little lax on the legality or ethics stuff. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, Quillen also has a weird sense of strict justice, so... Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, he nods at you. Hello, Quillen. Quillen just uh, says, like, hisses and says hello. Well, I better get up. I better get my uh, zoology stuff set up. Very See well. And then the last two people no that need exit. Yes, <laughs> it's just like, yes, uh, I do not believe that uh, you should. Um, I do not believe that you should uh, quarrel with this man. We will be living with him for some time, I believe. Bite your tongue. Yes. Friends <laughs> here, you know this. Yes, but um, the last two people to come off are Arizan Shire, who also walks down. Actually, I have a picture of I have a picture of Arizan Shire that I will send to you. That's what he looks like. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he comes up and he's like, yeah, um. So this is a nice um, place. 
looks like what's his name uh he's from invincible um i need to watch explosive this i think it's his name <laughs> Nice. I just really like the goggles and the armor. Yeah, he, he's very cool. Um, yeah, so he walks off. He's kind of like using his... He's got a crutch. Yeah, Rex Blood, um, that's the name. Sorry. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so a uh, nice place, right? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to... He kind of like pats uh, Alan on the shoulder, does that thing where he kind of just puts a hand on your shoulder and kind of shakes you a little bit, you know? That thing. It's like, well, no I'm need gonna. To you, son. I'm listening. <laughs> well, it's more like the just, um, all right, cool <laughs> sign. Well, I am going to go do some finishing survey work up in the bridge. I know it's your domain. I know you're like the, you're gonna be the runners of this, but I should set up some of the data for you. Uh, yeah, cool. Now, um, don't, don't hesitate to speak with me with, about any problems you might have, like anything, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm your chief advisor, I'm here. Well, um, yeah, I'm gonna go do that, you, uh, I don't know, talk to people, go do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, and he heads back inside, and last, walking off, uh, using a data pad, as he enters back in, he kind of bumps into this woman, um, who you know is the chief builder and structural engineer of the of the colony. She is a uh, human. She, yeah, her name is Miledia Krinth. And she kind of, she has a very serious undercut and looks up from her data pad and is like, Oh yes, well, um, huh. I am going to, I better go get set up, but, um, yeah, I'll have some information about stuff that needs taken care of, uh, by tonight at sundown, sound great? Sounds good. Oh, right, says, well. yes, we ran into, oh, not in the voice, sorry. Yes, we ran into some unwanted company here in the form of bugs, make sure everything's extra stable. Yes, yes, I saw uh, yes, I will. Uh, I'll let you know if anything, you know, if anything happens. Cool. Well, better go to that. Yeah, as Arzan said, you guys go uh, talk to people, do whatever you want. Um, I'll be setting up buildings. If you want to help, you can. All right. And that's the people. You now, already, what do you want to do? <laughs> you already know where Alan's going to be. Cooking? Looking. Is there, there any like, other um, place for a... a defense station? Like, uh, there's a security guard area. Um, probably. Hold on, let me see. It's yeah. cool. It would probably be fortifying perimeter stuff for people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you would be working with Tachi and Tukor Hardhoof, the two new R's. Um, yeah. Probably they're the security engineers stuff. All right. Good. Because I'm so, just yeah. thinking, if we have a good perimeter, then we can do the research, you know, outside of that, just make sure nothing mm -hmm. can attack us. Yeah. And, yeah. You guys, it's getting about, it's just around supper time, so Alan's cooking up a meal. Kaz is probably 
see what do you th- what do i think yeah cats was probably helping do some like miscellaneous engineering and computer setup and um yeah probably with um i don't know he's probably working with like riz um one of the newlyweds ilsynth being a surveyor is probably just hovering around her wife and um yeah and right <laughs> off in the distance you hear as the Angelo sisters are just carrying like a full building um yeah <laughs> and quillen you're working with um you're working with the hard hoofs as they kind of bicker their uh yeah um tachi um is like oh not you core you can't you can't do that, you know. You got, you gotta put the socket in the right place. Oh, so inept sometimes. Wonder why I married you. And Tucker's like, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I do it the way I do it. It's never failed me in the first place. Shouldn't complain so much. They seem to like. They're like smiling at each other. It's not like their marriage isn't in danger of breaking right. apart. Quillen just sharply, you know, says, well, let's talk in more working. Smiles. Right, right. And then, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then Quillen mutters something that they don't hear, but uh, for audience's sake, Quillen says, I don't want another repeat of the incident. <laughs> Ominous foreshadowing. Yep. Yeah. Um, off in the distance, you can hear the shrill yelling of Deirdrick yelling at Balco, her assistant. It's like, okay, look. You gotta set the computer up correctly, or I'm not gonna be able to do my work. Okay? Jeez, just... Ugh. Should have brought a different assistant. Yeah. Um... What do you... Alan, what do you think your wife and children are doing? I think Cheryl's helping set up... Uh... Jane Keynes is keeping an eye on the children. Now I'm cooking. Are they, um, are, are your children with the Willowanth family? Probably, yeah. They've grown The way you said cooking close. is awesome. Cooking. 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 I don't know if that's how uh, people in the South pronounce cooking. I'm sorry if my <laughs> accent is bad. I really <laughs> Probably am. not. Um, I don't mean to offend anyone. Not they should because that sounds really actually good in a way. <laughs> yeah. Um. How old? So yeah. Uh. Billy's six and um. Joel let is me, four, right? Let me check my notes. Um. Billy is six. Joel is four. Yep. Nice. Now. Um. Yeah. So. Um. You know, they're probably playing most with um, Acacia, uh, who's the youngest of the Lashunta family. Well, um, real quick, do we have a, a space set up yet to recharge batteries? Oh, probably a good um, thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah, there's a generator. Uh, probably on the ship. Um. <laughs> yeah, you're playing with Acacia, and it doesn't give me names. It only gives me the name of Acacia. I I am going to kick myself if it gives me the name in book three, which I don't have. 
Hey, uh, do we have a backup generator, or is it just one on the ship? Yeah, there's a couple backup generators. They're not set up yet, but there are a couple backup generators. Quillen's gonna stop working with, uh, right now and just go set those up and make sure they're, like, buried or fortified somewhere to where it's, like, super secure. Right, yeah. Um, yep, you can do that. And, and you get then... a sense that Quillen's kind of paranoid, too, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you got... So you got... Um... So the three children, uh, Acacia is Acacia's six as well. Aspen is nine, and um, and Forest is uh, ten. I'm going to I'm going to write those names down because I am not going to remember them. You Notice remember so names. much so well, it's just... <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. Here, let me just write those down. So, Acacia, uh... Aspen, and Forest. So, they're probably mostly playing with Acacia, but probably Aspen and Forest are getting in on some of it, too, because... There's not much difference between 10-year-olds and 6-year-olds. No, sir, there is not. Yeah. What um, is the kids get along very well. Uh, they've been playing for a while. They have their own oh, games and stuff that they do. I love to see it. You really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. At around sundown... Actually, what's Alan cooking? Uh... Chili and cornbread. What else? With or without beans? With beans. This is post-gap. We don't have those traditions anymore. No ratsplains? No ratsplains. None of y'all will, will know what this means until like six months, but when you, when you we should, know what it means in six maybe months... Maybe we should uh, cut it out just to not spoil. I probably will. I probably yeah. will. Yeah. What do y'all want to name this settlement? Is this settlement going to be named Potluck? It's, it's Potluck. Yeah. Because yeah. you do have the chance to found other settlements later. Yeah. Well, this is our first um, one. This will be our baby Potluck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Potluck Station or something, just like a main settlement. Yeah. Potluck for short. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have so At many around, plans for this. <laughs> it's very fun, yeah. At around 6, or around sundown, I don't know why I said 6. That's not, huh, brain <laughs> work. Um, At around sundown on the first day, you receive two messages at the same time. Uh, One is a call from Melidia. She's like, okay, look, um, I've got some information that might be prevalent. Our sword silo that we've set up at the edge of town um, is uh, is in imminent danger of collapse. Uh, there's something, some natural creatures in it. Might want to figure that out. Uh, however, yeah. And then the other settlement, the other message that comes in is from Gavin Neldener, the dwarf guy, the settlement's electrician. Um, he's like, oh, well, um, look. We got several simultaneous overloads in the power center here. 
Uh, you might want to come check them out. What? Mm. Which one do you want to do first? I well, say food. But yeah, food for sure. Electricity, you can go with a lot longer than you can for. Split the party. <gasps> See, I would allow you to, except for that it specifically says don't. Oh. <laughs> it specifically Dang. says, um, it specifically says, um, if the players consider splitting up to deal with the problems, remind them that there are unknown dangers on Waydana 4 that might prove perilous if they don't stay together. Which is a gentle way of saying, please don't. Yeah. Do I say we split three ways? Yeah, there's definitely not a third task, so. <laughs> but one of us yeah. who stays here. Hold that might actually not be a bad idea. Oh, it is a bad idea. They, it said not it to split the party. It is a very bad idea. It said not, not to split the party. We're not actually splitting the party. Still, yeah. Let's go get food. I can't cook chili if I don't have food resources. I was going to ask you plenty of like fresh water and purifying things, right? We Yeah, yeah. we live on a lake. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lake is fresh water. Well, and they've done, it, but... they've done some... Arizan did come out at some point and did tell you the lake is fully potable. So you okay, can good. just drink straight out of the lake. There's not, there doesn't seem to be any algae or harmful bacteria in it, which I know isn't how lakes work, but it's fantasy. <laughs> All you hydro, hydrologists in the chat, Get out. shut up. <laughs> um, let me just find this, these guys. All right. Yep. So you go to the you go to the um the silo, and as soon as you arrive, Miladia rushes up to you. She's obviously a little panicked, but she's trying not to let it show. She's like, "Okay, look, um, there's uh something in there." She points to a gap in the silo sidewall that a small creature has chewed through. Uh, yeah, some strange little bug persons in there. Uh, and the support joints are failing. You might wanna. You might want to go check it out. There's a there's an access hatch on the other side. Uh, yeah. All and right. Alan, you hear a faint oh. whispering from the inside the silo. It's oddly enticing. I hear an oddly enticing whisper from inside the silo, <laughs> which is not yeah something that fills me with a uh, great happiness. <laughs> I try to tell. Can I understand it? Uh, no. It seems to just be some weird whispering that doesn't seem to have any meaning. But like, it's strangely enticing. So this is all in my head. This is all in our heads. I'm telepathically speaking to you guys. Yeah. Um. And Alan, you're the only one who can hear the whispering. Okay. Uh, I say let's go in. Make sure um, to pull out the cane sword and blaster, too. my blind too. sense help me any? Uh, no. 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 So you enter into the silo, and you see a, um... Well, you see what's there. Let me describe them. First, you see a, um... 
two and a half foot tall, round, furry, gremlin looking guy with a body teeming with lice, biting flies and other loathsome insects. Uh, yeah, this guy. Um, like here's what frog. he looks like. Yeah, it's like a furry bat frog with a couple of whiskers. It's the one that's, you can tell, Alan, that's where the whisper is coming from. Whisper the other one coming from ham. <laughs> the other one is a, uh, is a very large, um, louse looking creature, uh, which roll me a, roll me a life science. Actually, you don't even need to. It's very, very common. It's what's known as an asteroid lice, asteroid louse. You probably dealt with them on the ship. I shot them with my gun. Yep. Uh, roll for initiative. All right. The asteroid louse la is ten feet up in the air. By the that way, that is a tan. My golly, that's a good roll. Ten. Why? Why? I got. I, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh no. So that's like a four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they rolled a natural one as well. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why? I, I don't understand. Let's roll again and watch me get a natural 20. Ooh. Yep, natural 20 again. So <laughs> that's that, just so cursed. Yeah. Um, Quillen, uh, can you roll a d20? Because you and the you and the uh, creatures have the same initiative modifier. So oh, okay. roll me a d20 to see who so gets the higher roll. In that case, does the natural 20 count? <laughs> sure, I'll count it. Yeah. Okay, you get to go before the 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 guys. It's Kaz's turn first. Um, he... You see the nanites where they were shifted into his um where they were in his sheath form. They are no longer as he kind of retracts them and kind of building itself out of his hand is a um is a semi-auto semi auto pistol. I can talk. And he moves Actually, I don't think you can move with that. Also, by the way, Alan and I can, you can spend a stamina to get your stamina, you can spend a resolve to get your stamina back, by the way, if you want, Alan. Uh, I already did that, but I do appreciate you allowing me to. Nice. Yeah. I just forgot to mention it. Yeah. I just noticed because my, I was at one stamina. I was like, huh, I should probably. Yeah. <laughs> Should probably not. Um. Oh, yeah. I can click it. Cool. Um. Yeah. He's going to shoot at uh the gremlin. Okay, thirteen against KAC. That's gonna hit for four points of damage. And, uh, yeah, takes that damage. And then, Alan. All right, Alan is going to take two shots at him. First shot is an 18 to hit. That's a hit. One point of damage. Second All shot right. is a 13 to hit EAC. Uh, let me check. Yeah, that's going to hit. Eight. Oh, man, this guy is terrible AC. Eight points of fire damage. And dead. Boom. The whispering stops. Whispering stopped, guys. The asteroid louse is still munching on the thing. Munching on the wires, the support structures. Uh, Quillen. 
Um, is there a like? Is it angry, or can we like lure it out and not kill it, or should it just be easier to kill it? It seems to want to eat these support structures, and it's not sentient. Like, can't reason with it. No, it's it's not sentient. I don't think it's got an intelligence of literally nothing. Okay, yeah, I'll shoot it then. Like intelligence dash is what it has. Um, yeah. Actually, I so don't that... know. If you, do you have a gun? Yeah. yeah why I would do. you not have a gun? Yeah. So that is uh, eight. Will that hit? Yeah. Uh, no, an eight will not hit. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would have hit the Drickloos, the Gremlin, because it had a ridiculously terrible one. AC. Um. The asteroid lost a gun. And scram scamper down the walls. Uh, it's gonna get to like here, I think. Actually, how far can it go? Can okay, can go thirty feet around. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. So it can get to here. Um, what does it want to do? I don't know if it can do anything. I think it might just. Yeah, I think it's just gonna. Um, it's just gonna move. I think it's just gonna double move towards Quillen. Kaz's turn. He's gonna shoot it again. Shoot at it. Uh, hit with a 13. Oh, nice. Six points of damage. And then Alan. All right, Alan. He's gonna line up shot. He's gonna blast twice. That's a natural 20. Natural 20? Okay, yeah. That's four. Nice. Two. Six points of fire damage, then he'll take one to six burn damage on his turn. It's not dead. And he'll take uh, Quillen. No. Oh yeah, no, you get take a second. Another shot. And it's a four to hit. Okay, now it's Quillen. Sword gain? Uh blaster as well. Uh you'll no. wanna move move action back then because it'll provoke. Okay. Uh I'll shoot sword gain then, it's fine. Um, same damage, same to hit. Oh my god, I got an eight. So, uh, yep. eight total. Yep. Rolled the same thing, I think. So. Yee. Yeah, no, you rolled a five on die. Yikes. Yeah. Nice. That's not bad. That's that's not good. Okay, uh, Alan, roll your d6 of burn damage. All right, that is gonna be. Where's my d6? I seriously not find a D6 anywhere here. Here's one. Three points of burn damage. Three points burn damage and it dies. No. And as it dies, uh Yeah, as it dies, you see it kind of explodes out into some acid that kind of burns on the ground. Um it dissipates after like thirty seconds though. That's what I thought. Um Yeah. Uh Yep. So um Miledia um pokes her head inside and is like, Oh thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Um Yeah, I 
I should be able to salvage the what's was damaged here. Shouldn't be that hard. And your economy trait is treated as one hire for the purpose of undertaking projects during your first charter turn. Which, we will get into that and the second event next week. Hey. And everyone, yeah. All right. thanks, for, thanks for listening to us. Hopefully you enjoyed. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is the next play table. Signing name off. Signing on. Hello, my name is Kaz Skyshield, and my creators would like to inform you that they have a Twitter, at AtThePlayedTable, and that if you would wish to give them some money to improve the podcast, you can support them on Patreon at patreon.com slash kptpod. Again, that's AtThePlayedTable on Twitter and kptpod on Patreon. The music for the intro and outro of this podcast is undaunted by Kevin McLeod. Thank you for listening to the podcast and come back next week for more Horizons of the Vast.